shock survey, 89% of Palestinians support the terror group Hamas that did the suicide attack on Israel, and 75% of Palestinians actually approve of the specific October 7th massacre where they killed women and children and massacred babies and put a baby in an oven and cut the heads off babies and gang-raped women. So don't tell me you feel bad for the people of Gaza because they're on the side of the terrorists. They're rooting them on. Coming to you from the entertainment capital of the world and the crossroads of America, Las Vegas, Nevada. It's America's Top 10 Countdown Show with Wayne Allen Root. These are the stories and opinions you'll never hear from the mainstream media. If you love God, guns, gold, Trump, and freedom, you're going to love America's Top 10 Countdown. We are being attacked. Let's go. So buckle up and hold on tightly. Here's your host, Sir Wayne Allen Root. All right, the root, the root, the root's on fire. Coming to you from Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world, actually, this weekend, Formula One with the most exciting race in the history of Formula One at night in Vegas. Tonight, Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, 12.30 at night, will be the whole world watching in the morning on, uh, you know, in Europe and in Asia, seeing the excitement of the Vegas Strip. I am, by the way, the hardest working man in showbiz, at least conservative showbiz, with the fastest show in the history of TV, and I'm talking any kind of TV. This show goes by in a second. Now it's time for my weekly commentary. It is titled... What Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley need is a good old-fashioned indictment. Have you seen the latest polls? Trump is killing it. Trump's beaten Biden for the first time all year in the Quinnipiac University poll. Quinnipiac oversamples Democrats, by the way, and polls registered voters instead of likely voters. So all their polls are tilted against Trump. And still, he's beating Biden. Incredible polls of likely voters, and that's what matters, likely voters who are more likely to vote. Trump is beating Biden badly, which translates to an electoral landslide. Trump is even beating Biden among minority males, and he's beating Biden on all the key issues, the economy, immigration, and war, which is why the Democrats are in meltdown, full-on panic mode. They now understand they have to kick Biden to the curb. Standing in the on-deck circle is Gavin Newsom and, they hope and pray, in first position, Michelle Obama. But this column, or this commentary, when I do it on TV, it's not a column, right? It's a commentary. It's not about Trump crushing Biden. It's about the also-rans who think they're running against Trump in the GOP primary. And think is the key word. They think they're running against Trump. In reality, they're running for vice president or for bigger book deals and bigger speaking fees, or they're running to represent the rhinos, the D.C. swamp, or the deep state. Now, DeSantis started out on fire. Everyone loved the job Ron DeSantis did as Florida's governor. Everyone but me, because I knew Trump would kick his butt, thought he'd beat the pants off Trump. But as they say at the border, no way, Jose. It turns out the more voters get to know Ron DeSantis, the lower his poll numbers go. Quinnipiac says Trump leads the GOP primary 64 to 16 over DeSantis. That's almost 50 points for all of you who attended public schools and don't know how to count. Nikki has 9% in the same poll. Nikki Haley, Trump's beating her by 55 points. By the way, in Texas, DeSantis is now in single digits 
and he's fallen to third place. Actually, I've got a new poll that shows in New Hampshire he's in fifth place. Quick, call 911. DeSantis has fallen and he can't get up. DeSantis and Nikki Haley are getting pummeled. Trump is beating their brains out. And I know what DeSantis and Nikki are both missing that Trump has in abundance besides personality and besides charisma. DeSantis and Nikki both desperately need to be indicted. Come on, New York. Give us your best stuff. Georgia, come on, indict somebody. Jack Smith, what are you doing? Are you getting lazy? Someone must want to indict DeSantis and Nikki. You can almost hear DeSantis pleading with prosecutors. What about me? What about me? Doesn't anyone want to indict me? I'm a bad guy, too. Here's the thing. You only get indicted by Democrats if they're scared of you. If you're a legitimate threat to their power, if they think you might beat them and upset the apple cart, if they fear that after you win, you've got the balls to indict them and all their deep state business partners, not to mention their other partners in crime, China, the Mexican drug cartels, and the biggest criminal cartel of all, Big Pharma. But if you're not a serious threat, if they don't fear you, if you're not invisible to them, if they don't think you have the balls to indict them, they won't indict you. That's why they only go after Donald J. Trump. He's the only one they fear. He's the only one who could beat them and upset their treasonous plans. And he's the only one who they can't bribe. Trump doesn't need their money. Here's the two important lessons for the day. First, ever since Trump was indicted the first time in New York City by Alvin Bragg, the DA of Manhattan, no one else in the GOP primary ever stood a chance. I said that from day one. The GOP base all understood from that moment on that Democrats and the corrupt D.C. swamp criminals and the deep state traitors, I know, I repeat myself, they're one and the same, clearly feared one man and only one man, Trump. And that made virtually every patriot, every conservative and every Christian support one man and only one man, Trump. Thank you, deep state. What DeSantis and Nikki backers just don't understand is they're so arrogant. Trump isn't under indictment because he's done something wrong. He's under indictment because he scares Democrats and the deep state to death. If DeSantis or Nikki were a threat, they'd be facing the same indictments as Trump. The second lesson is simple as well. Let's say Trump is disqualified from the ballot and or then winds up in prison for life. What a tragedy. Then DeSantis and Nikki will think they won, they were the smart ones, and they saved us. But they won't save anyone but themselves. Destroying Trump's life was a warning to intimidate every future GOP candidate. If Trump were replaced by DeSantis or Nikki Haley, they would be way too intimidated to ever oppose the D.C. swamp or the deep state if they're not already bribed and owned by them. Do you think they'd risk being impeached multiple times like Trump? Do you think they would want to be hunted like animals for four years like Trump and go broke with tens of millions of dollars in legal fees because they couldn't afford what Trump could afford, right? He's a billionaire. Do you think they would risk going to prison for the rest of their lives like Trump has for us? Trust me, they will do whatever the deep state wants because the deep state persecution of Trump is a warning, just like what they did to Jesus was a warning. No one is safe. They can and will destroy anyone who opposes their agenda. If we allow Democrats and the deep state to imprison or disqualify Trump, America's finished because Democrats will have dictated who we're allowed to vote for. Our votes were nullified at that point. 
They don't care that we all supported Trump. You're not allowed to put him on the ballot. You can't vote for him. No one will ever question rigged elections again. No one will ever question the lies and propaganda of government again. No one will question the open border or climate change lockdowns or pandemic lockdowns or vaccine mandates or mask mandates. After they made an example of Trump, no one will dare cross the deep state because no one will want to wind up crucified like Trump. No one else will risk their life for us. No one else will risk their freedom for us. No one else will ever represent the little guy and little gal ever again. That's why DeSantis and Nikki are never getting indicted. That's why for me and 80 million other patriots, there's only one choice, Trump. All right, time for the Babylon Bee portion of my show. You know, we haven't had it lately because I've been doing two interviews in each show. There wasn't time, but we're back with the Babylon Bee. It's parody, it's comedy, and to be funny, there's got to be truth in it, and man is there truth. Babylon B, number one, President Xi, the premier and president of China, arrives to inspect the newest Chinese colony, San Francisco. <laughs> number two, communist dictator welcomes President Xi. Xi's not the communist dictator. Gavin Newsom is the communist dictator. Number three, Californians set up President Xi dummy, a dummy of President Xi. So Gavin Newsom will keep San Francisco clean all the time. They clean the city for the Chinese premier, but they don't do anything for the citizens. Number four, Gavin Newsom hatches a plan to burn down all the freeways so that no more people can leave California. The exodus from California, they're all coming to my state, by the way, Nevada, my city, Las Vegas. They're coming by the thousands. Number five from Babylon B, after five minutes with Biden, she gives the order to invade Taiwan because he knows Biden's a brain-dead dummy, a brain-dead puppet with dementia and diapers. He's got no respect for him. Number six, Palestinian at the hospital who's there for colonoscopy is not quite sure about his doctor holding a grenade launcher. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Number seven, Harvard announces a new dean, Kanye West, because if you hate Jews, you're in at Harvard. You're running the show. And number eight, 80 years after Hitler failed to conquer London, the Nazis finally seized London. And there's a picture of the pro-Hamas protest taking over the whole London. It's as if the entire world is back to Nazi times. Unbelievable, sad, tragic. And by the way, this came out right before I started my show. Shock survey, 89% of Palestinians support the terror group Hamas that did the suicide attack on Israel. And 75% of Palestinians actually approve of the specific October 7th massacre where they killed women and children and massacred babies and put a baby in an oven and cut the heads off babies and gang raped women. So don't tell me you feel bad for the people of Gaza because they're on the side of the terrorists. They're rooting them on. Top 10 countdown time, number 10. So you just heard my opening commentary, right, about the communist weaponization of government against President Trump. Talk about timing. We just found out on Friday, yesterday, that no charges are likely in the classified document case against Joe Biden. There is no rule of law anymore. We're in a banana republic. 
There's two sets of laws, one for Democrats, one for Republicans and Christians and patriots. It's unbelievable. Democrats have no shame. A Democrat gets away with murder. Republicans get sent to prison for life for driving 66 in a 65 zone. They look you right in the face and they indict you and convict you. I'll bet they're going to convict Trump for the same exact act that they allow Biden and Obama before him to do. But it's perfectly legal when they do it. Please stop your support, all of you out there, for anyone other than Trump. Don't support DeSantis. Don't support Nikki Haley. Don't support anyone else. Trump is their target for now. And we all need to support Trump because of that and stand up to the weaponization of government. Because after Trump, if they successfully destroy Trump, we are all next. And that goes for DeSantis and Nikki Haley, too. You'd both be under indictment right now if anyone on the left thought you were a threat but they don't. Countdown number nine. So the latest polls, Trump beats Biden by eight among independent voters, yay. Trump is leading Biden in Ohio by double digits, yay. In New Hampshire, DeSantis is finished. The latest poll shows Trump at 46%, Nikki Haley at 18, Christie at 11, Vivek Ramaswamy at eight, and DeSantis in fifth place with 7%. Time for all of you to give up and drop out and endorse Trump. Why are we still debating who to support? Trump is beating Biden in every major poll that is credible. Trump is winning among independents. He's winning by double digits in important states like Ohio. He's winning in all the battleground states. He was already one of the greatest Republican presidents in history. He's the best president of my lifetime. I think he beats Reagan by a hair. He gets the most votes of any sitting Republican, excuse me, he got the most votes of any sitting president in history and the most votes of any Republican at any level of office in the history of America. And we're desperately looking to find someone else to support. Why? Is everyone insane? This is the GOP nominee, Trump. Stop it. This is absurd. Why are you looking for anyone else? What's the reason we need someone else except the guy who's already winning in every poll and beating among independents by a mile and winning every battleground state and winning Ohio by double digits? You're desperate to replace Trump? Why? Is there something wrong with you? Are you cuckoo for Cocoa Pops? Give me a break. Countdown number eight. Well, this is the clincher. Look at Trump's plan to stop the illegal alien invasion of America. I want to read you some of the details. Of course, <clears throat> it just happens to be my plan that I've written in every book I've ever written. And I've written it in article after article. And Trump has adopted every... Wouldn't this be heaven? Wouldn't this be great? Why would anyone not vote for Trump? Trump says, first of all, he will terminate the distribution of all welfare and government benefits to illegal aliens in his second term of office. He also plans to revoke illegal aliens' eligibility for public housing and work permits. Uh, under his plan, American workers will be prioritized in hiring, a direct response to the corrupt H-1B visa program often abused by Indian nationals. Trump intends to block immigrants that can burden the country's health care system. That's a nightmare for all of us. Uh, he plans to require immigrants to have sponsors so they do not rely on the U.S. taxpayer for support. So you can only come here if someone vouches for you and says, I will pay if they're unemployed. I will pay if they're on welfare. And if nobody wants to do that, 
tough bippies. You don't get into the United States of America. Uh, Trump's plan to resolve the border crisis and secure the border starts first and foremost with finishing the construction of the border wall. He plans to send the National Guard to the U.S.-Mexico border to stand right behind the wall. He will reject amnesty for illegal immigrants and reinstate executive orders that have been repealed by Biden. Uh, whereas no illegals were deported under Biden, Trump will put together the biggest deportation in the history of the world. No one's ever seen anything like it. He will deport tens of millions of illegals, and he will also address anchor babies. He will terminate birth tourism. Pregnant women visiting America giving birth, and then they stay forever, and their kids stay forever. He plans to deny citizenship for the children of illegals to discourage illegal immigration. He's making national security a priority. He wants to make it capital punishment for being a child trafficker. Drug cartels will be designated as foreign tourists. Uh, foreign tourists. That's what Biden calls them, foreign tourists. Trump will designate them as foreign terrorists. Bravo. And finally, he will reinstate a travel ban for nations that send terrorists and criminals to the United States. By the way, that includes pretty much every country in the world. They've opened their prisons and let all the criminals out to get rid of their worst citizens and send them to America, make them our problem. And the terrorist countries, they all just happen to be Muslim countries. What a shocker. Number seven. Countdown number seven. All right, a lesson for the GOP on how you treat losers. Last week, my commentary was about firing Rona McDaniel, the CEO of the RNC, and for all intents and purposes, the CEO of the Republican Party of the United States. I don't know how to say this nicely. She's a loser. She's presided over lots of losing. She loses and loses and loses some more and always has an excuse. The GOP campaigns under Rona McDaniel suck. The messaging sucks. We will keep losing with Mitt Romney's niece in charge. Oh, you didn't know that? She's Mitt Romney's niece. Mitt Romney, loser. His niece, loser. It runs in the family. It runs in the blood. Last weekend, two college football teams showed us how it's done. Texas A&M beat Mississippi State 52 to 10. And immediately after the game, Mississippi State fired head coach Zach Arnett in his first year after only 11 games. I'm sure he feels it's unfair, but when someone's a loser and you can see it and the program's going backwards, you don't hesitate. You fire them and you start fresh. So there's how you do it. But see, A&M did them one better. A&M won the game 51-10, and after the game, they fired their head coach, Jimbo Fisher. Both coaches got fired. He just won 51-10. It was his sixth win for A&M. You know what that means? They clinched a bowl game. And, even, and his record at A&M, 42-25, 64% winning percentage, 20 games over 500. And they gave him $77 million to go away. They had to give him $77 million to not coach anymore. Because A&M won't settle for 64% winners. They set their sights high. They want championships. They want SEC championships. They want national playoffs. They want perfect seasons. So let's apply that to the GOP. Rona McDaniel would give her left arm for 64% winners. She presides over 64% losers and keeps losing and losing and making excuses. It's time to can Rona. No matter what it costs, pay her a few million dollars to make her go away. And the GOP will be much better off. We can't do worse. Countdown number six.
So did you see President Biden and Gavin Newsom's summit in San Francisco this week with China's President Xi Jinping? They rolled out the red carpet like he is the new president of the United States. They gave him a parade with communist flags lining the streets of San Francisco. And here's the really embarrassing part. Well, that's that's as bad as it gets. I would never allow a communist flag in my country ever. Uh, they cleaned the city for President Xi Jinping. They cleared out the homeless. They cleared up the drug needles. They got rid of the poop. They washed the streets down and they made San Francisco shine. Why don't they do that for the citizens of San Francisco? And they had a major police presence. Why not for the citizens? Don't they count? And during this ridiculous spectacle, a Czechoslovakian TV crew was robbed at gunpoint in crime-ridden San Francisco. They put a gun to their head and they stole all their TV equipment. Biden has already made concessions to Chi as a result of this summit. Little, uh, he lifted sanctions on a Chinese forensics agency that's linked to the genocide of Muslims in China. Now, why is this happening? Congressman James Comer announced this week that Biden and his corrupt family, I call him the Biden crime family, have been paid over $22 million by communist China. It's a disgrace. Our country is now owned by China and the Chinese Communist Party. We've been sold out by the politicians. The Chinese are smart. They figured it out. You don't have to pay Americans. You just pay the people at the top in Congress and in the presidency who run the country. Just give them a few billion and you own the whole country. You don't have to give the rest of us anything and you destroy our lives. The politicians get filthy rich and in return, every policy of the Democrat Party leads to the destruction of America, our border, our economy and middle class quality of life. Countdown number five. Well, our country isn't just under invasion by an army of millions at the open border with Mexico. We're under attack by the unthinkable, by Nazis, by pro-Hamas crazed Jew haters and people who celebrate the mass murder of Jews, people who celebrate terrorism. We are in a world of trouble. And I guarantee you, terror attacks are on the way. Hatred towards Jews at colleges all across America, especially elite universities, especially Harvard and my alma mater, Columbia University. In every major city, protests with people screaming for the death of Jews. At Fox News, they took over the News Corp building. At the Democrat National Committee, it was a real uh, insurrection. They were rioting. They would hurt people. They're violent. At New York City City Hall this week, violent protests, vile, despicable, violent protests. And it's only a matter of time before they lead to terror attacks and mass murder in the United States. Let me just give you a few headlines. A pro-Palestinian group in New York City shares a reprehensible anti-Semitic, meaning I hate Jews, map of New York City targets on social media. They targeted all the places that are famous in New York City that are owned by Jews or Jews spend a lot of time there. To, and they're, they're telling their people, they've got over 125,000 fans on Facebook, to go out and kill Jews and commit terrorist attacks. We are in a world of trouble, folks. And don't think this has anything to do with Jews. It has to do with a hatred, as I said on prior shows, of Jews and Christians and America and Western civilization and women who don't dress in black hijabs from head to toe and dare to wear high heels and a tight skirt. They kill them and cut their throats. First, they, get, they literally rape them. Then they kill them and cut their throats and murder their babies. 
This is a battle for America, for the world. This has nothing to do with Israel and the Jews. As far as that DNC headquarters, a Democrat congressman recalls January 6th and says this event at DNC headquarters this week by the pro-Palestinian mob scared me far more than January 6th. It was a real insurrection. Protesters stormed News Corp's New York headquarters, that's Fox News headquarters, chanting free Palestine. And at Harvard, good old Harvard, uh, the over 100 faculty rip Harvard, Harvard's president who condemned the slogan from the river to the sea. That slogan means they want to wipe Israel out and kill every Jew and drive them from the river all the way into the ocean and make them all drown and die. Harvard's president condemned it only after all the Jewish donors who give Harvard all their money cut off all the money. And then she finally condemned it. Now 100 faculty say she shouldn't have done it. We have such anti-Semitism and Jew hatred going on in America. You can't believe this is not 1940 and we're not in Nazi Germany. So, you know, there's always the COVID vaccine disaster to talk about in the final four. I'm probably the only guy in America that always keeps it as one of the biggest stories in America. No matter what's happening, it's all a distraction from how many people are dying from these vaccines. Now, the VAERS system by the CDC, they keep the VAERS system. It's V-A-E-R-S, which stands for Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. And it's been used for decades. It's the golden rule. It's, it's the thing they use to figure out is something wrong with a vaccine. It's the only way that there's a sign that something's wrong. And they're the ones who loved it all these years. CDC, all of a sudden, it's overwhelmed and it's broken and they're not investigating serious adverse events from vaccines. I wonder why. Uh, they're languishing. They're just sitting there in a pile of millions. Prior to the COVID vaccine in 2019, in the year 2019, there were 48,000 reports to VAERS of vaccine injuries, and almost all of them were minor. 90% were minor. You know, I'm sore. I got a little fever for a day. But after the COVID vaccine rollout, rollout there were 1.7 million reports to theirs, and one out of every five was serious. Death, hospitalization, heart attack, stroke, blood clot, serious neurological issues. Doctors reported deaths and serious injuries, and guess what? They never heard back from the CDC. You're supposed to, investigators are supposed to follow up and, and figure out and study and see, are these really caused by the vaccine? None of the doctors ever heard from anyone ever again. The CDC ignored them. Gee, I wonder why. Let me tell you why. There's a government contracted uh, organization called NewsGuard, and their job is to tell the government who then tells the media and social media what is misinformation, especially about the vaccine. Do you know who the largest investor in NewsGuard is? Pfizer! Pfizer! Our country is a banana republic. They're ignoring deaths and injuries because the group that decides what's the truth is sponsored by Pfizer's money. Number three, countdown. Num I don't know what to say. Wayne Root is stunned to silence. Countdown number three. All right, countdown number three. What happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. A very nice young man, by all accounts, great kid, 17 years old, white, defending his smaller friend in a court, you know, in a, in a kind of school fight in the courtyard, uh, is beaten to death by 10, a mob of 10 black kids in Las Vegas. 
And yet nowhere in America, there were headlines about the story, but no one mentioned he was white and everyone who beat him was black. Why isn't that a hate crime? If it was reversed, wouldn't it not be a hate crime all over America? Maybe America would be burning. Where are the white riots? Where's the white anger? White kid beaten to death by 10 black kids. It's not a hate crime, but it is a hate crime. It's just that the media and the politicians and the government, it doesn't fit their agenda. They don't want to tell you we have a race problem in America, we have a hate problem in America, and we have a black youth crime problem in America. Countdown number two. All right, countdown number two. After Hamas attacked Israel and killed 1,400 Jews, after the war began, Israel and Gaza, we just, we being the United States of America, the American government, the Biden administration, I believe it's the Obama administration, his third term, Obama's clearly calling all the shots. We just released another $10 billion to Iran this week. How is that even possible? We released $10 billion to the country that funds terrorism all over the world and greenlit the attack on Israel by everyone's account, by every expert account. How is that possible? Who would do that? In the, in the three years or so of the Biden administration, we've given $80 billion to Iran who used it to fund terrorism all over the world. Who would do that? Only the same people that I would ask who would leave the border open and let the whole world in and let terrorists in and let murderers in and bankrupt our nation. Who would do that? Traitors. Only traitors would do that. And I believe the lead traitor is Barack Hussein Obama. He's the president, he's calling the shots, he hates America, and he hates Israel, and he's trying to destroy them both. Countdown number one. The number one story of the week. What could be more important than all of that? Well, New York City Mayor Eric Adams announces devastating cuts to police, education, sanitation, even libraries, in order to pay for the invasion of illegal aliens in New York City. Citizens' lives are being destroyed by Democrats to pay for open borders and fill this nation with enemies of America, enemies of Israel. You see that in the protests all over America. We've let the enemies of Jews and Israel into the country, enemies of capitalism, enemies of Judeo-Christian values. They're cutting police in New York City to the lowest level since the 1990s. This is insanity. This is suicide. It's the death of New York City. It's the death of America. How much more crime when you cut all the spending on cops? How much more theft, rape, murder? What's the quality of life going to be? How, how much will the decline in schools be? The healthcare system. We're letting the whole world into destroy America. My God, we've become a third world crap hole. No one is safe. Your children aren't safe. Your children won't be educated. Your streets are filthy. What diseases will all these people bring? Waves of terror attacks are coming. Your children will never live in this great country that we've all enjoyed. Also, Democrats can change the demographics of America and turn us into a one-party state. New York City's Exhibit A, it's all coming to a city near you. Only a Trump victory in 2024 has the slightest chance of reversing this catastrophe. That's it for this week's show. Goodbye to all of you. It's all about God at this point. Always remember, the only real answer to every problem is God, faith, and prayer. We need a miracle. God's in the miracle business. God bless you. 
God bless Trump and God bless America. See you next week.